0: It's a BONUS! This is a BONUS episode! Hello there, welcome to this episode of the Peter Greenwood Show. This is a very, very special episode because if you've been paying attention the last few days I've been posting the best of parts 1, part 2, part 3, best of 2018 episodes. And you may have noticed somebody was missing from those episodes. Chris James was missing. Yeah, you're wondering, where's Chris? Hmm, I wonder. Well, what I thought I would do is I would surprise you with this bonus episode on New Year's Day of what I call the Christery. Chris James, the single came through the door, it was Eyes Open, and I played it as a Total Guest Tuesday and I was like, hmm, I really like this guy, this is a good guy. So I got in touch with a few people and they messaged back and be back and forth and Chris first came on the show... Back at the end of July in 2018, well, it feels weird saying to back in 2018, it was like a day ago, but irregardless, Chris came all the way up and he came in and he did a live session and he sat and talked with me for about an hour and a half-ish. What I thought I would do is I thought I would play the full Christery from July 2018. Welcome to the Peter Greenwood Show, and I cannot tell you how excited I am for this next guest. We've had some pretty good guests on this show, okay? I mean, I don't want to sniff, but we've had some pretty good guests. But this gentleman sitting right opposite me, who I can see with my eyes is something a bit special. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the Peter Greenwood Show, Chris James. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you very much for having me. I really appreciate it. You are so welcome, sir. How are you today? Are you well? Absolutely fantastic. I
1: mean, what a day we've got for this as well. What beautiful, beautiful weather Scotland has provided us. It's
0: absolutely (laughs) fabulous up here today, isn't it? (laughs) It really is. Uh, So let's get into... There's so much to cover. Let's get into your musical origins, your... Your beginnings with music. How did you begin with it? Well, you know, starting off, first of all, I'm not from a massively
1: musical family, but my mother proclaims to be a singer. Uh, my uncle, her brother, was a singer. He was a singer, songwriter, and a sailor. Uh, and a he, sailor? Yeah, he was a sailor, so he he, he did his kind of, you know, navy, t- I don't know what it's like, on a ship. And he used to entertain his, his mates and stuff. And then when he, uh, I think he did, he did it for about 15 years, then he came off and became my... Babysitter, so when my parents were working, he'd come and play his guitar. He'd oh, he would never turn up with without a guitar. So, you know, being a real I mean, that would I would have been very young then, you know, six, five, six, and so always I I was around guitar, always around music, going into school, and then just kind of was sit singing all of the time in school and was pushed into more of a musical position rather than acting so uh, which I loved because I love that moment of you know three and a half minutes of everyone just looking at you while you're screaming singing and that back in the day I don't think I was that great to be honest you know kids singing but um yeah so that's how it happened and then I went to secondary school and then I took up kind of like music as a uh, you know, uh, an educational part of what I was doing on music and and drama, and then left and moved to London. And uh, you know, was, I've been in and out of bands ever since. But um, I, one thing I've never stopped doing is is writing and and being a part of one type of a project where it would make its own original music.
0: And what's the process like been like once you moved to London, going in and out of these bands before you finally found one that stuck?
1: Shall yeah, we say? Yeah, yeah, that's a great question. Um, I, I mean, you know. My first deal was when I was, you know, 17 years of age, and it was with a big, massive record label, and, you know, it was one of them things where I'd come off the train at Euston, and there'd be, like, a black car with the black windows, you know, like a people carrier waiting the automatic door, you get in, you go to South Kensington, you know, for lunch with your A&R man, and this is just like, this is a dream come true, and then, you know, the band gets put together, and... You know, you're in studios, I mean, we, we work with some amazing producers the, at the time. The guy was called Simon Ellis, and he, all his stuff was this Spice Girls, you know, well before that. And so when you're in these studios, it's so exciting, and every single time, it's as exciting, sometimes even more, depending on who you're signing to. But evidently, they always end very quickly. You know, the developed projects with record labels are fantastic, but I find that you get six to, six months to two years, and it's, it either works or it doesn't work and if it doesn't work you, you're gone so I my, my kind of like waiting period would always be between six months and two years so my mother would always be on standby she'd be like if he doesn't come home after six months he's definitely gonna be home an 18 you know and so that was the thing it'd be kind of backwards and forwards and every time a band split up or the project ended you know you feel like it's the worst worst thing you could ever be put through i think it's six months later you audition you get in another band and it's a, you know you forget about that one but it is really really high and low of of you know moods and uh but it's great i i really love it and i wouldn't have it any other way the only difference i've got now is because i'm a bit older and i've been in a lot of projects i kind of don't take things so seriously anymore that's why i'm shocked that i'm in the top 40 in scotland because i never thought you know for my first single i mean that's just re- crazy you know and I obviously have the fantastic Scottish people to thank for that but yeah I, I think the key is don't take it too seriously because I used to put all my eggs in one basket and then when the basket broke my life was over and then I had to start again you know so but yeah it's very
0: interesting I would say it's a roller coaster of emotions. <laughs> <laughs> I think there is something about being young and wanting everything then and when it does all go wrong believe me I've had things go wrong it just feels like the end of the world but that's what I want to ask you how do you keep going
1: when that happens well you know I am I've got a lovely I think we've all got lovely families but you know I've got a very loving family and I'd come home and my mother would be like don't worry son you'll be fine something's gonna come and it was quite funny because I'd done three projects and I come back and I thought you know I've had enough of this and I went to work for a bank and I went into a bank and I was there for six months and the the six months of working in a bank in an office was amazing because I, I kind of like got involved with a bit of insurance and I won a competition and I went to Canary Wharf and it was dead exciting and then six months later I got spotted on I think it was at that time it was my space and this woman said I've seen some demos you are gonna have to come to London I'm developing a new band for Universal Music you've got to come I could definitely see you in this project and of course I was like Barclays I'm off bye <laughs> and then I'm straight straight to London again but I, I always think um, you know if you're talented and you really believe in yourself, I've always believed in myself, you know, as a person, not just about being a singer and a songwriter, just as a person. So I think um, whether it be in music or whether it be in entertaining or whether it even be in, you know, entertaining in hospitality, I'm very good. My dad uh, probably, he did a lot and he still does in the public sector. So, you know, bars, restaurants, hotels. So I've always been around people. So I'm I'm a big people person. I love people. So I would say, like, you know, for me, I've always... I've always been downhearted about about a project ending, but I've always known something else would come along because I just think, well, I'd say I'd actively search for something, you know, um, and that's why I'm excited about being on my own now because I know that I'm in total control of that, and I've been working with the same. Probably, I'm probably answering all your questions here, aren't I? But a going bit, on, yeah. I'm sorry. But <laughs> yeah, you know, working for the company I'm working with now, they, we have such a long relationship. And so I know that they're like, it, this is not really not going to end for me now, you know, especially after you've top 40.
0: I can't believe it. You top know? 40 is a great thing. Congratulations. For a starter,
1: for a starter single, I mean, that is, it's absolutely amazing. I mean, I've, had, you know, very sadly, I mean, I've got friends that are in bands, you know, one of them being Union J, and you know, they released a song last Friday, in Mm mm-hmm. You know, these guys are fantastic, I toured with them, we're good friends, and their song just went in and dropped out, and I'm thinking, how is that possible when you've got so many fans and so much chart credibility, because their last single was a number two, you know, in the UK, and they've got a massive fan base, and and I, so I I just, I'm just mesmerised by this Scottish chart position, and
0: I can't believe it. I wonder (laughs) about the charts and how it works, because as you said, Union J released a song last Friday, we, I've been playing it on this show. Yeah and how does it do you understand anything about the charts about well, how it works absolutely not i
1: mean i know now many years ago it would be if you were top 20 in the itunes you were top 20 that's it you are a top 20 artist but then spotify came along and you know you've got various you know they're, they're monetizing everything now so you've got youtube everything you know Deezer, amazon it all now is a collaboration of a of a number Um, Because I found it uh, really annoying because I think, well, I've been in the top 40 in the UK, iTunes, official of all subgenres for three weeks. Surely I should be UK top 40. And it hasn't happened. My Spotify, I think, let me down because I think I'm a new artist within Spotify and everything. You know, I was with a band. I'm now Chris James. So I didn't really have many followers. So, I mean, on my Spotify, I probably got 90,000 plus streams, which seems like a lot. But when you put 150 streams into one sale of 59 pence, which gives you one little dot on the iTunes chart, actually 90,000 streams is not a lot, really. It's about 500 sales if you're lucky, you know? And you need thousands and thousands to keep going in, in, in that, you know, genre, in, in the all, all genre. So I, I really don't understand it, but I know that the, the official chart here in Scotland is Spotify, iTunes, all of the, all of the, 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 uh, the, the service providers that stream and download. Somehow the official chart has access to all the numbers and they compile it because last Friday I was 66 and I thought well I had no idea but I had a lovely blogger uh, from Scotland who said congratulations and well-deserved because the song's great And I was like no way because I would had my heart set on England I was thinking you know and then I thought well if Scotland's doing it for me I'm gonna go to Scotland because I love I mean I love it here anyway So I have no idea how it works. I just know that it's mainly sales and streaming based
0: um, so please keep streaming it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> the single is called Eyes Open, and you're going to play that for us very, very soon live, but first you're going to play a cover for us. Tell us about this song you're going to play for us. Absolutely. So, you know, uh, it was Stuart's idea.
1: I thought it was a great idea. Stuart, my guitarist and songwriting partner. Um, we uh, Calvin Harris wrote a song called We Found Love, Rihanna sung it, and it's Rihanna's
0: We Found Love, and we've kind of funked it up a little bit and made it very nice, and I hope you enjoy it. This is Mr. Chris James with Stuart backing him up on guitar, and we found love.
2: Yellow diamonds and the light, as we're standing side by side, as your shadow crosses mine. What it takes to come alive. I just can't deny But I gotta let it go Hey! We found love in a hopeless place 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 Hey! Here we go. One, two, three, four. Shine a light through an open door. Love and life I will divide. Turn away because I need you more. Feel the heartbeat in my mind. Way I'm feeling I just can't deny But I gotta let it go Ooh, We found love in a hopeless place We found love in a hopeless place We found love in a hopeless place We found love in a hopeless place.
0: Stay with us, won't you? That was Mr. Chris James. Fantastic, Chris. Thank you very much. There is so much show still here to come. Please stay with us, won't you? If you're just joining us, this is the voice of Mr. Chris James, who is live in studio in front of me. Hello, Chris. Hello. I always feel like I should say that you're in front of me because... (laughs) It's always like, oh yeah, is he here? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, but you are here. I am here. You know, we were having a
1: last week. I was on a, an English an English radio tour, and we had the same conversation. The problem is with a lot of I think artists, not to bad mouth Marthos, because obviously I'm in the music business and I love everyone. But you know, I think we're becoming too digitally enhanced, where people don't even have to be at the radio station anymore. Now it's like, oh well, I'll just record on my laptop and send and it it's like. Couldn't think of anything worse. As long as I'm being able, I, I'm able to sing, and as long as I'm able to be invited, I will always visit the stations because I think it is so important to be face to face and have an interview where I'm looking at you, looking at me, and we're act- you know it's it, it, that is an interview. You know that's it. So yeah, you're right. You're I amazing. am here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there is so much to talk about with Mr. Chris James, who is sitting in front of me. You can get in touch with him on the Twitter, at Mr. Chris James, by the way, and on Facebook, Chris James Music. Uh, Chris James Music, yeah. Chris and James Music. The, the website is just Chris James Music. There you go. There is so much to talk about. Let's get into the scheme a little bit. How okay. did the band come together? Oh, this is a, this is a funny situation, because basically what happened was in and out of bands as we've
1: ex- you know discussed, uh, but then Stuart here, who, who's my writing partner for my, my debut album, we already had an album together that we'd kind of, you know, he'd m- written it, we'd, we'd collaborate on certain songs, and it was kind of a, f- a formed album. And a wee Scottish lash called Sandy Tom um, approached us and she said, you know, I've got a record label, I love the songs, I'd like to sign you to my record label, I think she was with a mother and with a partner at the time. It was Joe Bonamassa, the big famous blues guitarist. So I I was in awe because the last hit she had was you know Oh I Wish I Was a Punk Rocker that was I mean, in my, my hair. That song was outrageously successful internationally. So I was like, oh my goodness, well if she can do that with her single, and she can do that with one of our singles, we're on we're on a we're on a you know we're on a rocket here. So. We had a meeting, we went to a studio's room, performed the album, and she gave it the green light and the, the record deal and the publishing deal came to the table. My friend was out, this was on a Thursday say, my friend was out in London on a Friday, I'm sitting at home looking at this contract, thinking I can't believe this, we finally got an album deal. My friend rings me and said, I'm, I'm in a club with this guy and he's just seen you on YouTube and he wants you to come to London, he's working with Wayne Hector, Wayne Hector did all the One Direction stuff, I mean big, big stuff, Bolly Mares, you know, name, he's written it. It's about 76 number ones, I think he's had. So I, I said, look, I'm going to have to come to London. So I went and met him, and he said, look, I'm prepared to give you full access to my studios. I've got writers coming out of our, you know, whatever. Come in. So I went to London. I said to Stuart, look, Stuart, if I, I've been in, in and out of bands, I've got to go to London and do this because it, it is really my last chance to be in a band, and I really want to do that. So he was very kind to me and said, well, go on prig off <laughs> so w- I was glad of the break yeah he wa- he wanted rid of me so I I went to london and you know that basically I met I met the the pianist Kyle he was there he'd come from america he was or he was in a band a, a german american band called us5 which was quite big in germany uh, it was like a reality tv show that split up so me and him were together we wrote some songs and then I was in another band called the j birds with universal music and I knew a guitarist so I just rung him and said look we've written a load of great songs why don't we come together as a trio because four and five is too many people it's just not it's just not going to work and the deal that we've got won't allow for five guys because it's a very expensive thing you know transport hotels the whole thing so that happened the scheme formed um that was about six years ago and we did really well you know we did we did four songs (laughs) we were about to do an album you would think, wouldn't you, after six years, you'd release more than four songs, but it was one of them things. We kind of stopped, start, stop, start. We went, to, we moved to Germany for two years. We did an album out there. It just didn't work out, you know, but the, the good thing for us, we were great live, so we did a lot of touring, you know, toward Scotland, toward England, toward Ireland. Where, I mean, every, we went everywhere with, with the band, America. So that's how it started, you know, and throughout the years, we replaced two guitarists because one met, The manager's daughter and had a relationship and then that went wrong so he got fired then we met another one and he had a girlfriend and she got interfered she interfered quite a lot she was nice but girls always cause problems in bands i mean it's it's just a fact of the music industry within a band you know no girlfriends for me i I, i need to have a number one in scotland before that happens just that's a hint no no so that's that's basically it that was the the kind of scheme timeline so to speak
0: so then the band went their separate ways, yeah. and you you said, I'll leave it, now you're here, you're solo. What was the decision like to go solo, and was it terrifying? Well, you know, before I was in the scheme,
1: I was a solo artist because I was working with Stuart, and we had a band. We were in a band, but it it was Chris James, the band was called Mr Jason, and it was kind of like me as, as the, ba- the guy, and our full band around me. You know writing partnership but that's it it was kind of like a you know if you looked at a frankie goes to hollywood that type of thing you know um and so it, i was never daunted. i was it wasn't a daunting thing for me but to be fair i had no other option because i thought after six years going on seven being in a band i don't want to be in another band you know so the only option for me was to either give up or or be be a be a singer-songwriter you know in my own right so that so that's what i did so i, I kind of went to the label and said you know I know the band split up. I know we've been dropped, but I've given you seven years of my life and I didn't cock this one up. You know, it was the, it was the pianist because he met a girl again in America and decided he didn't want to be in the band anymore. So we got fired. So, Well, you know what they say about pianists, don't you? Well, no, please tell me. <laughs> no, I can't. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> but yet, so I, I kind of, uh, I just went to the to the label boss and I said, look, guys, is it possible that I can be signed on my own? Because I, I just feel like I've got a lot more to give, I'm still young, I, I've, got, I've kind of built up that experience now, I, you know, I was speaking last week about, you've got to earn your stripes in every business that you go into, you know, and I think after seven years of touring, you know, going to America, I was on American television, it's a massive accomplishment that, you know, playing arenas in the USA, so he just said, I'll have to think about it, and I was like, oh my goodness, so off I go, back to Liverpool, to me mums, I'm home. <laughs> And eight weeks later, they said, yeah, okay, let's do a single, and then Eyes Open appeared, and that's
0: where we are up until six months ago, you know? Let's discuss Eyes Open, because you're going to play it for us very soon here on the show, and I cannot wait to hear it live. I played it a lot. Thank you so much. Uh, Oh, you're very welcome. It's a good song. It's your reason it's in the top 40. I mean,
1: because it can only be that reason, is the great, lovely Scottish people listening to the lovely stations and, and buying it, because... There's no other way, we didn't do any promotion in Scotland and I don't know why that's gonna change next year. Cause I mean, I, as I say, you know, we, we've toured here, but yeah, I really appreciate the, the spins, I really
0: do. <laughs> Oh, yeah, anytime I'm happy <laughs> to play you. But I want to know where Eyes Open came from. Let's go through the writing process of
1: it. Okay, so it's funny you should say that because Eyes Open actually came when I was in the band. So the Eyes Open was going to be the kind of new sound. We did four tracks, and we did it with a, a gentleman called John Fields. John Fields produced my single. He did the Jonas Brothers back in the day, you know. Uh, Demi Lovato um and and uh, Miley Cyrus. I mean big, big American acts. you know, so he's got that almost godly reputation for making hits, a hit. Yeah, those are names you've heard of. Absolutely, you know, and if you take that to a record label and say, by the way, this is a John Fields production, they're just like, oh, really?" Where do we sign? Because it's just, when you have a proven identity, you know, I was in America not so long ago. And this guy just said to me, do, if you can get me an Ed Sheeran track, I can get you the biggest record deal you can you ever want, you know. Because that's what, we've got to remember, it is a business and they're interested in, you know, real, uh, you know, people that have constant hits constantly. And if it's a producer or a songwriter, I know people in America that just they just, they could just write a song in five minutes and get... Obscene amounts of money for it and it, it that annoys me slightly because I think there's probably better writers out there and better Better people to the job anyway aside from that Um so yeah, so I that song was written demo format with the band and Then um well obviously the band split up we'd recorded four of them and I I just said that is a great song I've written it the guys did the music we what I want to do that together you know with the another band but as me as the solo artist so so that's how it how it came about. The song is obviously, a, you know, about being in a broken relationship. It's about being in that type of a, a relationship where, you know, you you kind of being a bit abused mentally, and you, you you don't you don't really want to put up with it, but you kind of love the person, and it's kind of well, I'd be lost without that person. But one day you step outside and you go, actually, you're not that
0: great, and. I can move on from this. It always you're always just sticking in there because you feel like it's going to work. If We exactly. can just get past this patch if we can just get yeah. this
1: going. You know, it's uh, the, the problem is and it's a great thing and I think the world needs more of it is love. When you fall in love with somebody, it doesn't matter what they're like who they are, what they how they treat you because the heart really it's impossible to switch off that that you know that feeling. It's an endorphin. You know, it's like being in the gym for 3 hours and you like you've got you're so happy. So I think love is a great thing, but it can be quite detrimental when you're in that type of an abusive situation because you don't care. You don't care about yourself, you know. So the song is a bittersweet symphony, I would say, uh, because I, because what I think is, I think the song is, is a really strong message to say, look, if you are in this situation, just open your eyes and step outside because time's a great healer. Six months down the line, there'll be another girl or another boy you know whatever so so that's it it's it's a it's a bittersweet you know broken relationship with a happy ending
0: we all love happy endings let's face it you know a happy ending is that's when the credits roll absolutely it's called an ending for a reason (laughs) that's true (laughs) and so you wrote the song and did you ever think i don't know how to go forward with this or did you ever doubt yourself is what i guess i'm trying to ask I think whenever you write a song, you will always think, what if, but I
1: always believe like whenever, whenever somebody says, well, if it does this, or if it does that, and I'll say, when, I'm a firm believer in when things happen, and it's not being big headed or cocky, I just think that a lot of people, we all doubt ourselves, you know, and I think you shouldn't do that, I think if you're gonna, if you're gonna go through the, the realms, because it's not easy, people go, oh, what do you do for a living while I'm a singer? Have you got another job, though? And it's like, well, no, but you don't. I don't think you understand. Like Travelling up and down the country, you're up at 6 o'clock, you go to bed at 8, you know, it's a, it's a really hard job. So I think if you're going to doubt it, don't do it. I would never, ever doubt any work, but I, I, I'm quite cautious of whether it'll be everybody's cup of tea, you know. Um, but it seems to be working, you know. I mean, I love the song, and I, I would always like me and Stuart have been writing some fantastic songs over the past couple of months, and I just think that we're all human, and I'm a consumer as well as a a writer, you know, so if, if I'm in the car and I hear a song, I'm like, this is amazing. I have the same feeling when I finish my own song, you know, and I think, this is a hit. This is absolutely... People are going to hear this and they're going to love it. But when it comes out and you think, oh my goodness, is it going to go into the chart? And every morning you wake up and you, the label's emailing going, it's not in the chart yet. And I'm like, oh no. <laughs> you know, but but yeah, I, I mean, I never doubt it, but I, it, it is a scary, it's quite scary music going in and out of the charts, especially when it starts falling out. You think, well, that's that then, isn't it? You know, that's the end of that. But it's, this is not... I, I just honestly, I'm like a child in your studio today, but I just have to say i I really really am thankful for all the people that listen and love the music you know i mean it just makes me feel great (laughs) how egotistic is that but it's not it really isn't i'm just i just think if you can do anything if you're a painter you know if you do if you make somebody's garden nice it's just lovely to for somebody else to go that's fantastic you know what i mean it's just
0: great i love it i know exactly what you mean it's And it's not arrogant or big headed. I mean, there is arrogance and big headed out there in the world, but that's not what it sounds like. It's like being proud of yourself. 100%. And there's nothing wrong with being proud of yourself. And that's, I think, what a lot of people need to realize is that a lot of people are like, oh, he sounds like an asshole.
1: Absolutely, yeah. You know what I mean? Well, I also think music as well, art and music and film and the whole entertainment media, I think. The, the general people in the public that are the, the, the reason why everybody is successful is because of the people at home watching and sitting and reading and listening. So I, I think that when, when a great song is made or a great film, you know, we've just been speaking about Tomb Raider, these things have a tendency to bring people together and make them feel good and happy and takes us away from the rubbish that goes on in the world. So I'm very happy when I put a song out, as a band, as a solo act, any any way, shape or form, and somebody loves it because I know that, it's like today, great, turn up the studio, there's a a lovely person waiting, you know, just just to say hi and take a picture. Sammy was here. Sammy's lovely, yeah, I don't know where to say mention, but yeah, Sammy's outside, you know, and it's just lovely to turn up and, you know, it's one, two, it doesn't matter how many people are there. But that shows me that it does make them happy because it's somebody gets up and they get in a car and they come to meet someone that they appreciate. And then that is given completely back when I get out the car. You know, it's just fantastic. So here's me going on one again.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's go back to music because you are about to play your song for us. It is called Eyes Open. Yeah. No, This is where I'd be like, okay, I'm going to play the song and then I play the song. But you are going to do it for us right now, live in front of us. I am. This is Mr. Chris James. And eyes open.
2: Hey! I see you acting so distracted You got me running around like I'm a madman Lord, you give to me your words of acid And I don't know why I'm here But I know I gotta leave you now But I'm not gonna be without Yeah, cause I got my eyes open Wide open now And I know I gotta leave you now but I'm not gonna be without, yeah Cause I got my eyes open wide open now Cause I'm finally getting over you yeah. hey. When you're gone I see it clearly, yeah. Be myself and be the real me yeah. My mind is ringing, really I'm feeling guilty And I see now why I'm here But I know I gotta leave you now But I'm not gonna be without you yeah. Cause I got my eyes open, wide open now And I know I gotta leave you now But I'm not gonna be without Yeah Cause I got my eyes open, wide open now I got stuck outside in the pouring rain To repeat your name over again and again Lies told me lies, it was all just a game to you And now I started a fire that I cannot control You had me pushed to the ground, down on the floor Lies after lies, it was all just a game to you But I know I gotta leave you now But I'm not gonna be without you. Yeah, cause I got my eyes open, wide open now And I know I gotta leave you now But I'm not gonna be without Yeah, cause I got my eyes open, wide open now You know I got my eyes open, wide open now I'm finally getting over
0: you. Ladies and gentlemen, he's been so kind to us already. And we're, I know you've got, you've got so much to do. You've got to get home. You've got dinner to have. But ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Mr. Chris James is in front of us. Hello, Mr. Hello. Chris James. <laughs> I'll just applaud anything. I really will. I love the applause, though. It sounds really good when you listen back. It's like, oh, I was a room full of people watching me. <laughs> <laughs> there is a trick in radio. Uh, it comes from the old time, nineteen thirties, nineteen forties radio plays, where if you clap twice as fast, it sounds like there's more people. Oh, really? So, <laughs> <laughs> see, thousands of them. <laughs> oh, I love it. You are here to talk about your single Eyes Open, which you just played for us. That's spectacular chris i've been playing it a lot on this show and to see it done live is it's something special well thank you so much i mean
1: you'll you your you listeners may may see but you know i was just saying before we i love performing so much it's a lovely day today you got a great studio it's a beautiful window with lots of see. and i just got into the song a bit too much then and made a slight mistake the listeners may hear it but that is the greatest thing about live music you know that everything was correct, but I always think to myself, "How can you forget your own lyrics?" I mean, that <laughs> is a bit crazy. But sometimes this is how fabulous the brain is. You know, I, it's weird when I'm singing; I don't think about anything but the passion of the like, that I want to make a great performance, and I don't even know where the lyrics are, but they just come out. It's weird, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Stu was saying that. It's like I play. I'm, I've got my guitar. I'm learning guitar currently because I'd love to be a rock star, guitar player. But even <laughs> that, right now, I know what a, an F and a C and a G and all that is. But when Stewart's playing, it's like it's—he's going it so fast, it just
0: happens, and I, I it's like you're in this crazy dream state, yeah, isn't it? Is it? James. Like that little interlude that you played during uh, "We Found Love," Stuart. That was the <laughs> <Your> DJ section. The <laughs> <Your> DJ <laughs> section. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> that you was. gotta
3: have tough calluses on your fingers for that one. The pain's <laughs> 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 through them.
0: Let's talk a little bit about the music video for "Eyes Open." There's okay. a lovely lady in the music video. Yes. She. She's. I don't. suppose you have her number, do you? Uh, you? I do. Yes.
1: Yeah. I do, but uh, I think she's got a boyfriend because there was a question of her boyfriend being in the video because he's like an actor model and stuff
0: but the label had already decided on on uh, richard yeah i mean i was i was just asking out of a point of interest (laughs) (laughs) absolutely no other reason but the video is let's talk about how the music video came together (laughs) because i don't want to say it's a simple video because that kind of gives the wrong connotation but it is lovely yes yeah. I mean passionate is what I want to say do you know what I mean
1: yeah absolutely well you know the video was great I mean it was in a massive warehouse in London we had cranes and cameras as you can see I'm skipping around singing the song but so we, we decided for this video that I wouldn't be usually. you know the artists are in the storyboard of the of the video so it's if there's a some sort of a role going on the artist will be in the background you know brushing the floor or whatever it and singing at the same time and I just said you know I'd like to be featured in the in the video because I think visuals are so important now people are really yeah they're looking you know even on telephones now it's not they haven't got the phone on their ear they're looking at the phone on a FaceTime you know so they can vision it's all about visuals so we decided to do this storyboard about you know an abusive relationship going on and I was speaking to the film producer and we made a bit of a twist which ladies may not like but You know, it's obviously an abusive relationship, a bit of domestic violence, and we just decided on this particular video we would make it about the woman beating up on a boyfriend because evidently we hear so many times about men beating women up and, you know, in it's, look, violence, raising your hand to any human being is disgusting as far as I'm concerned. However, I don't think we speak as much about women on men as we do the other way, and I know because I've been first-hand experience I've had it and I've also see it on a weekly basis with all my friends you know the girlfriends going crazy so at the time it was kind of like shall we you know it's going to be so easy to put it about a man beating up his girlfriend and you know throw you know getting rid of her and mental health and all that why don't we make it a bit interesting and do it with the woman doing it so <laughs> I was like well all the women are going to instantly hate me for this but they actually haven't, and I think it's a really important conversation topic to discuss. You know, so the song is about an abusive relationship, but the woman is actually torturing mentally the boyfriend. You know, and it's kind of that she starts, as you say, very beautiful with a beautiful smile, and she's looking great, but then she turns into like this lunatic. You know, but the video is good, and I I I'm really proud of the video. I think it's it's it it it, it relays the song, and you actually get the story of the song. Some some videos don't. You think well the song's about this but they're in shopping in Tesco's or something you know what's that about so so yeah, yeah it's I like think what it, did I just watch exactly yeah so I think it serves its purpose I think my next single and my next video I'll probably be not I hate to say they're all about me type of thing but I think it'll be more about me than two other artists because I think my fans do like to see me in certain lights so I think the next song's great just like this but I think I'll, it'll
0: be featured around me rather than a, a story type of thing yeah, it's definitely a conversation that needs to be had. Absolutely. Let's talk about the next single a little bit, Chris. You, we talked a little bit about it off air.
1: Yes. And we, we did. need
0: to be careful about how much we can well,
1: say about it. You know, we Stuart and I, we've got loads of songs that we've been working on over the past decade, and I said that in an interview recently. You know, we have been writing together for ten years, and we've done loads of songs. Some he written, most of, i would come and put my little bit of pop, ta- you know, tastic stuff on top of, but. Through the writing process over the past six months, we've we found another sound—not another sound, but we found the sound that I've been looking for. That's all I'm saying. And so, Eyes Open is a fantastic bar to start my my singing career as a solo artist. But the next single is really me, and I would say it's on a George Michael youth, like you're a young. Imagine a twenty-something George Michael now. It's that right. type. It's that type of a sound. So it's a bit of funk. It's a bit of soul. It's poppy. It's a floor filler. Uh, this particular song is definitely going to be a single or on the album. It could be first or second single. Um, the label want me to 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 do a, a different type of song, but I don't really need to listen to them because I'm an artist, you know. But um the song's called "Gotta Find You" and it's. It is amazing, isn't it? Joe? I mean, we're we're in love. We're in love with this track. I mean, we did we finished some yesterday's. Uh, <laughs> we wrote the middle eight. Yesterday. We wrote the middle eight, and I'm just laughing because I, you know, when we were we were talking previous about how, you know, do you worry about doubt the song and if people are going to like it? I just know people are going to love the song, you know. I mean, I always think it's never. every song is never going to be everybody else's taste. But I think if you can rock out to it, if, your body, if you do this with your own body, we're all human beings. We all move to the same beat, you know. Yeah. And if you can get that going as soon as it starts, you've got a hit. So we base the, the song around that type of, as soon as it starts, you go, oh, yeah.
0: You know, one of them. It's like my friend Tessa calls it a bop because it's you can't bop. help but bop. Yeah, it's head. an absolute
1: bop. It's that, and you can imagine yourself. You know, you know that 90, that eighties like, but but with a, with a current twist. To, you know, that will happen with whoever we use to produce it, but. You know, we wrote another song as well. My my label boss was saying to me, and he's got a very valid point, and I actually think it it will it will probably be another single. But we wrote a song called uh, "No Matter What You Do, You Can't Please Everybody," and it you know for us it, it can be it could be contrived by you know politically, it could be a relationship because all you're really concerned about is pleasing that one person. But the the song is fantastic for now and he i said to him you know we wrote this great song it's about you know no matter what you do you're never going to please everyone and that is the truth of, of the, the matter and he said well that would be a great song for the next couple of months because we're going through you know bre i mean we even, we're not even talking about this because i tell mm-hmm. you what stuart and i are in this car for 10 hours a day and we listen to loads of different stations and, and the generally chat shows and it's all brexit yeah and the government and i'm just first of all i i've just not getting into it so we won't we're talking about <laughs> fabulous music here yes. but yeah but that song would be a great single as well we've got so many haven't we i mean yeah. but i reckon i personally think it'll be gotta find you just because we're coming into christmas the song is probably going to be released around about the 10th of november uh it'll have a great cool video maybe shot in another country maybe because we'll need some hot weather for it mm-hmm. uh Ooh. I, i'm visual- I, well, yeah we're visualizing <laughs> like you know a, a dr- an old-fashioned like drop-top cadillac with me driving through like
0: cornfields and the sun shining, you know that really feel-good type of video. Or you could film it out in our back garden right now. Absolutely, yeah, it could be good actually. I've we got my phone. We'll do it. We could do it. That'd be great. It save me a fortune as well. <laughs> <laughs> so we've gotten two kind of exclusives there. Yeah, I don't know if it's exclusive. And this is a, it
1: is exclusive because we haven't spoken about this on any station in the whole. Right. Uh, United Kingdom.
0: (laughs) So for a start, we got the the title of the next single. Yeah, potentially the next two. (laughs) Next two. And we also, you said the word
1: album. Oh, yes, that's definitely cool. Album. You know, when I was. I've got a fantastic friend and an old manager, and if he's listening. I would definitely like you to get involved at some point next year. So he's called Tom Gates. Tom Gates manages uh, Mike Posner. Uh, he was the successor of Christina Perry. He was the one that basically found her in a, in a a, sh- a coffee shop, and she was she she gave him jar of hearts, and within a week she was singing to 70 million people on Dancing with the Stars so this guy worked for Clive Davis he's one of the big wigs in in LA I love him dearly. he's a great guy and uh, he managed the scheme in America that's how we got a lot of American stuff going on and uh, yeah th- this guy's amazing so I- I'm kinda going off, off base here, and I'm t- t- thinking about so yeah he said to me when I was in America he said you know albums are so old hat now you know no one's doing it anymore he said what well, I would say to you is just keep putting singles out single put a single out every four, every four months and then you can do an album you know but do five or six great singles first so that's kind of why the scheme never released an album because we did we did four singles we were in one two three But I think, because it's my first solo, I'd like to do that. I'd like to do three... We're going to do three singles. We're going to do, obviously, Eyes Open, Maybe Gotta Find You, maybe one more next year. And then we'll follow up with an album probably just before festival season next year so I can get on the festivals with the record. But... um, but I, I do agree with them, I actually love the process of just releasing singles because every single has a video, it's visual, an album has a tendency to be a block of music. Sometimes people only like track 2, 4 and 6 and they don't listen to anything else, so I'd rather do hit, 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 but it's just not cost effective to do that, I mean, it costs a fortune. But, um, but definitely after the album it'll just be continuation, I mean as soon as the album
0: drops it'll be single 5, single 6, I mean I'm going for it the next over the next couple of years for sure and there is so much coming for you Chris James I cannot wait to see what comes next to oh, you I'm so I excited. cannot thank you enough for coming in thank here today and so, spending so your time with us what we're going to do now is you heard him play it live but we're going to play the single version yes. of Eyes Open would you introduce your song Chris please Mr Chris James Well, oh, sorry would you tell us where people can find you on social media for a start 100% off? well the easiest thing to do is you go
1: to com. on there nice picture I think it's nice. Uh, there's the Spotify, there's the Twitter, everything's there. It's kind of like the portal for everything. Um, yeah, and that's it. So, thank you very much for having me. Thanks for everyone for listening and downloading and streaming the song. And this is Chris James, and this is my new single, Eyes Open.
2: Kusakama!
0: was the first time Chris came to see us, and if you remember, very recently at the start of December he came back to see us again, where he played his brand new single, his new single is called Anymore, and he treated us to a live session, and this is what happened when Christery continued. <laughs> this is the Peter Greenwood Show, and I cannot tell you how excited I am to welcome this man back to the show. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, Chris James in studio. Hey, how are you doing? Thank you so much for having me back. Oh, you're very welcome, sir. And his faithful guitarist as well, Stuart. Hi, Stuart. How are you, doing? How are you doing, man? Yeah. I'm very well. So, hell of a day, huh? Yes, today's been
1: a bit, a bit of a mad one because we came. I mean, it's funny we're in the same country, but we just travelled right across it. So, um, so it was good. So we started off in, in uh, Edinburgh, and then we've kind of come across. But as we know, it's winter, and the rain is here, and the the traffic and all of that, so I'm very sorry, but I was an hour and a half late to this show and I'm very apologetic about that, as you can imagine.
0: Not at all, because, you know, we're, we're live, so, you exactly. know, you're here you're here on time, everything's fine, let's, oh, yeah. you know, let's just pretend. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we well, so we're, we're live. We're live. It's so, fine. Well, so, so, yes. Be nice. <laughs> so, it's
1: been, yeah, it's been quite hard to get here, but I'm here now and I'm so happy to be here. And you're very welcome back. Thank so, you so much. How you been since last time you were in? Really good, yeah, it's been fantastic. I mean, uh, you know, uh, you were very kind and supportive of my last single, and we had a top 20 there, right, top 30. It was table tw- 25 I went to, which was great. Uh, and and since then, we've been, we were kind of like, because it went so well, the, my record label was like, well, we need a second single now. And I was like, well, I haven't got one. So Stuart and I had to go into the studio, and we wrote Anymore, which is the current single. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, that's just gone crazy you know i've have done a couple of shows uh but it's kind of when you when you start the re, you know the releasing of the music is the first single and the second and now now we're actually on third now even though it's not coming out until next year so you're constantly always catching up with yourself but um but as I say, it's gone really, really well. I've done some great shows. Um non, non non coming up for the for the end of the year because I'm going out to America. I've heard of so, that place. Yeah, I love America. It's my one of my well, it's probably my favourite. New York, Los Angeles. I love New York, so I'm going to I've just come back from New York, actually, that was fabulous. So we're hoping to get a bit of radio play out in New York. We actually have got a couple of stations supporting this particular single, which is great.
0: Don't suppose they need a DJ, do they? Because I know a guy.
1: Uh, <laughs> I can always recommend <laughs> anybody. But yeah, uh, so it's been it's been a bit of a whirlwind, and then uh, of course, uh, anymore, which is the current single, came out, and that went straight to number one in the genre on iTunes. Which you know is people be like, oh, well, it's only in its genre, but to have a number one and it's stuck at number one from the 9th of November till today, it's still in number one, and you know, and it, and it's new music. F- yeah, it's it's just been new music Friday, and literally. It's, it stayed in the top 40, so I'm very, very, very happy and I'm very thankful for all the listeners that are listening and buying and streaming because it's very, very important, you know, otherwise I wouldn't be able to carry on, basically. But yeah,
0: I love it. Thank you so much. And I'm sure everybody joins me in saying you're more than welcome because ah. the thing about Eyes Open when you came here and you played that live for us is how long had that been out at that point? Uh,
1: so Eyes Open had been out probably three weeks
0: And it was still doing pretty well, shall we say?
1: Yeah, yeah, it it did. um, It debuted at like ninety, and then it kind of dropped right the way down into the twenties. And I was just like, "Oh my goodness, this is amazing!" So yeah, so then that kind of uh, gave the label the umph to release a second song. So, so that's how this new track came. So yeah,
0: we're going to be talking all about the new single, which is called anymore exactly i knew that i hadn't forgotten <laughs> i wasn't stalling for time the new <laughs> single is called anymore you can find it on the spotify and the itunes but there's so much to talk to talk about yeah and we will get there very very soon stay with us here won't you absolutely if you are just joining us where have you been i have been worried sick about you you have missed everything i tried phoning people to get hold of you but you didn't answer in fact do you know who i phoned to find you Our guest in studio, Mr. Chris James, is here. Yes, I was very worried as well. (laughs) (laughs) See, Chris was worried about you. Stuart was worried about you as well. Hello, Stuart.
3: Hello, I was definitely worried. Oh, yeah.
0: So, before the break, we were just talking about the new single, Anymore, and the reception to Eyes Open. And let's talk a little bit about the album. A little bit. Yes. So
1: the album is uh, so. First of all, the first single uh, it was was a you know out now pop song. It was kind of the last single that I did with my previous band. So uh, I decided that for the next single I was gonna open the album with that so the album it is it is and it's kind of it's an electronic sound it's got a heavy 80s influence you know we, who doesn't love the 80s i mean hello the music was fabulous the disco era so the album basically is going to have lots of infusions of electronic sounds and 80s you know influences so it's going to be a fabulous electro pop dance ballady album lots of mixes but all the songs are beautifully classically written but the production is going to be lots of lots of 80s, you know, Since really, you're going to rock out the 80s guitar riffs. So, yes, yeah, so the album's going to be very interesting. I mean, it's kind of in development now. We've got, we've probably got the album, but a lot of the songs are on paper, and we need to kind of transition them from paper to the studio, um, which is a long and winding no, road. Oh, yeah, it's coming now. And Anymore, you know, as I say, Anymore is so different from Eyes Open, and I knew that when I was about to release it, but I just thought to myself, well, that's the way I want to go. I wanted to attract a more mature listener. I've got a lot of young fans, and I love them. They're great, but I was hoping they'd carry on with me and they have, and I've noticed from the demographic of this song now going out, it has attracted the more mature listener, and that's great for me because that's what I want to do, you know, going into my, you know, 30s. I want I want to have that, um, that audience that wants to come and actually listen to, you know, good music, really. So, yes, yeah, so I'm really happy how it's gone. It was a bit of a risk. I was told by the label, you know, it's very different, and if it doesn't work, you know, and I'm like, well, you can't live your life on... Ibs, but and maybe you've just got to give it a go you know so we we've, we've done that and and it will open up the album the second the third single will probably be i don't think it'll be it needs to be mid tempo it won't be a ballad but it'll be but it won't be like a disco floor filler but the album will have a lot of that on uh, you know any more is it's a very different song anymore, but at the end of the day, it's a great song. You know, it's a it's an escape song. It's about escaping the rat race of life in order to leave your troubles and get away on holiday for the week. You know, the the the, the chorus is all about being under, the, you know, the sun in the sun under the moonlight with the person that you love and just escaping all all. The, we all have problems, don't we? So that's basically what it's about, and that's what the album will be about. It'll be about escaping our worries and having someone to to, to think about and love and care about, and giving a positive message because I feel that. Quite frankly, a lot of music and I was sexualized I said this in a lot of my interviews. There's a lot of rubbish coming through, and it's leading poor kids and people in different, you know, ways in life. And I just think there's no. Re- I've not really heard many albums out there that just pure love. I think like we were speaking, the last one that did that was probably the Beatles. You know, it was all happy music. You know, you listen to the records and you you feel so happy about it. Do you know what I mean? It make you feel great. So that's what we're going to try and make with the with the, the first album.
0: Just a big bundle of fun is what exactly. Yeah,
1: you know, you know, take with so much controversy going on in the world, and I think you know, film and television, it's it's escapism, isn't it? But I actually think that most most of the films are about you know monsters or it's all crazy. So I think you know we need some really nice, positive you know things going out there from the creative industry. So that's what I'd like for the album: lots of love and care, and you turn to the album when you when you're a little bit down and you want you want a bit of inspiration to
0: get yourself happy again, and with the writing process how how does that come across like what's the how do you start a song is what i'm trying to ask
1: well i mean it, it 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 depends really it's i mean i've done songwriting where you go in and the all the music's in and you just have to write the lyrics which i don't really like to do i like to start a song from the ground up which is generally If I'm working with Stuart, he'll be strumming on a guitar. He'll come up with a great, you know, melody, either on guitar or vocally, maybe not with words. And then we'll just go, that's amazing. Let's write something to do with that. I mean, the songs that we've done generally have been a collaboration of not knowing what we're doing and we just go in and, and, and form a song. Uh, there's never really been like, well, we'll write a song about this or that or the other. It's just come from melodies, really, with either music or vocal melodies. So, But then the, the opposite side of that is, you know, you can go into a studio where there's a, a brief and they want a love song, a breakup song, you know, a song about cheating or whatever it may be, you know, and uh, and that's quite... That's another good way because you, you've then got a subject. But for me, generally, I'd, I don't really have a subject. I will just it's jamming you know and i think a lot of bands now the better bands in the world actually jam before they write music you know most people just go into a room and they all try and throw ideas and i think you know we we need to go back to the times where we were jamming music and we all had instruments and we're all playing and then out of that comes comes a song you know it can't not if you've got three or four great musicians in a room and if there's a you know, he's Stewart's an amazing guitarist. Probably one of the best guitarists I've ever worked with, and you know, he, so he's a very music got a musical mind. So the melodies just come very, very easy. You know, and I think if you're musical, I'm quite good with melodies and a little bit on lyrics. So it's it's like it's a great collaboration because it it works. You know, together. Yeah,
3: we're not. We don't have. This, we don't overlap to the same skill set. Do yeah. We? We have i think i think there's strengths. a bit of a menu to it there's like a stage first stage is initial idea where you, you're just playing something that's a spark you're talking yeah about. yeah second stage you do a bit of crafting and if you can find a chorus that works then you work back from that yeah second or third stage often if, if chris has got an idea if i've got one first then chris comes in and you pick the key then you, you hear how chris sings a certain phrase and melody then together we'll p- construct stage four which is a demo yeah, which concludes second verse as all that, yeah. and then I suppose you leave it and have an overview as to is it any good? Yeah, because, sometimes it's not. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes it, it takes you, you about know. it takes about four sessions yeah. just to get it to, so you can you can overview as, with the producer's mind.
1: Yeah, because we, we've, we I mean, Stuart's wrote a lot of songs in the past, and when I first met Stuart, he had songs that were amazing, some songs that weren't finished. So we worked together. And actually, when I first started working with Stuart, I wasn't that great. I, I wasn't, you know, it was, it was 10 years ago, so I hadn't had that much experience. I was, but, but 10 years later, I'm, I'm I'm much better now, and I, and I actually want to, you know, really get involved, because it's so important to be involved with the whole creative side. You know, I think when you're a lot younger and you go into the music business, it's kind of a bit uh it's it's a bit like put together by the powers that be and they'll tell you what you wear what you sing what you don't what you say and all of that and so I'm happy I've been through that journey because it actually does help you when you get on when you actually start becoming successful musically you've got all of them lessons that you you know you've learned so um but yeah I mean that was a massive answer to your question that wasn't it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but we got there in the end and that's always the key that is the important <laughs> thing
0: I would like to ask what happens if there's shall we say a disagreement between you and Stuart
1: well do you know it's funny we don't generally have disagreements I am quite um uh, I don't really. I listen, but I don't. But I, it takes a, a little bit. It doesn't take much to convince me. But generally, if I'm, I'm quite territorial. So there's, we've literally just had. It wasn't a disagreement at all. It was just there's a song there called Scars, and it's just the most magnificent song. I think it's probably one of the. It's a, it's a Grammy award winning song. If I, you know, to put it, pu- to put it easily, because it, it really is. It's, it's just phenomenal, and it's been written for a while, and we've sat with it. And so Stuart said to me <laughs> last week, he said. Look, I've I've written another bit to the to the core to the chorus. I think we need to add. And I said no. I said you we can't change the song. Huh. This song is going to make you and I a Grammy. We are not changing the song. And he's like, just you've got to listen. Give me it. three t- so, three
3: cycles from two before you say anything. So of course we
1: went. We come on the radio tour. We, we were up north last week, and uh, and uh, he he said, well, you just. So he come in the hotel room with the guitar and he went, just listen to this. So I listened to it and I was like, "Yeah, I get what you mean, but it's st- I don't want it to take away from this like epic chorus because now I'm focusing on the the kind of B side of the chorus. So consequently, he, he said, "Well, listen to it again." So I listened to it the second time and I said, "Yeah, it's quite good that." <laughs> and then he went, "Just one more, just let me do it one more time." And I did it one. He did it one more time. And by, by the end, we both sit on the bed singing it, and now I love it. So you know, we don't if we. are We've never fallen we out. We don't we ever. don't have the
3: same skills, we don't have the same personality, yeah. we don't have any problem working together at all.
1: Yeah, it's perfect. He has amazing amazing talents and I've got all right ones, but together they do not counteract, they balance. So so generally like I'll know when we're on tour, I know to leave him alone. We go in the hotel that's it. I do my own thing. I love my own company. I love talking to people. I'm on the phone every 5 minutes. I'm on the, I'm on the social media to all the lovely followers that I've got. So I'm uh, we just we just don't clash at all. And I, uh, I have had a few arguments in the past. I mean, I always remember we wrote this one song in Germany, which was a fantastic song. And we wrote it, I was in a band, and it was the one occasion where we, I wrote it with a woman, the fantastic American singer-songwriter, G- Miss Ginger McKenzie. Now, she's amazing. She's had 17 number ones throughout the world, and she lives in a wonderful place now called Arizona. Uh, in, in Jerome I think I'm going to be going there this year I might pop in and see her she now is a singer songwriter and she owns a wonderful wine shop on the top of a mountain and I'm not honestly it's just the views on this mountain I mean you know the Arizona it's like all the red Oh, it's
0: just the red rock formations it's just magnificent it looks like it's been there since the start of time absolutely
1: I mean it's just I went there and you know as a little young lad from Liverpool I'm like what's this it's fantastic you know so I we, we were living in Germany at the time as a band which was the scheme I was in and one of the guys went back to London because he was sick or something I don't know so we wrote this fabulous song called Dear Space and it was basically about not knowing what's going on on, on planet Earth and so we send a letter up to space to say dear space we're down here what's going on if there's anyone up there can you come down and let us know or at least send the letter back and let us know what's what are we here for so we wrote this song it was an emotional song we were all getting really I was getting a bit teary because it was a it's a really powerful song Anyway, this lad come back and he came back and he wanted to sing. He wanted to sing the whole song. And I'm like, hang on, we're in a band. And by the way, we wrote it and you didn't. So I kicked off in the studio in a big way. And that was the only time I've ever kicked off in my whole career of 50 yeah. years. <laughs> I, I just thought, you know, how, how can you come back into a, into a setting of songwriting where you didn't even well, bands, put,
3: bands are hardware But he knew thing. it was
1: such a great song, you see. He wanted to sing it. And I was like, this is our song. It's not your song anyway, yeah? So I did kick off once, but I I think I'm a bit wiser now. I just, I just want it to be the best for everyone that's involved you know but my 19 year old self probably wasn't that person
0: (laughs) (laughs) you have grown and changed as an artist yeah and that's something i want to ask you about you mentioned that the new album is going to sound mature and it's going to have a kind of older audience hopefully what inspired that change
1: well i just think for me uh, uh we've got I think you've got to, when, when because I was in a band that was a pop, pop you know, out now pop rock band, and then I've kind of, that's that felt a bit, and then I've come back to the drawing board, and I just love the 80s, I love George, I just love it all, you know, I love all of that era, and I think for a male solo artist that's kind of already been in the music business for a while, I don't think i could have gone and done another pop song do you know what i mean even though eyes open did do well but i think you know there's already an ollie mares out there do you know what i mean so i just thought we sat down i said you know I love this type of we, we we it come about really jamming you know the song the songs that you write will define really what your sound is you know production is another thing as well but we just decided that an electro pop sound would be better for me it would have more longevity because I you know we're all, we, we you, you, the music industry is, is slightly ageist I think when you are a starter when you're if you if you're 25 and you're trying to get signed forget it but if you're 25 and you've been in the business for 10 years then you've got a chance you know and it is a sad, it's a very sad thing that i hate that it's such an ageist industry because it, it, there is more talent in somebody well, that is in the mid twenties because quite, they've had years of experience. It's to, quite
3: weird as well because behind the scenes of all these projects that look and seem young, there's a mature writing yeah. team, there's a mature bunch, yes. arranger, there's a mature producer. Yeah, it's a bit of an illusion that someone at eighteen and nineteen has got the skills to come up with what they seem to have come up with. It's usually wrote and recorded and produced by a team. Yeah, I mean there was a,
1: there's an artist who I won't name because he won't be he may listen but. I just wouldn't want anyone to think I was talking badly about artists. But there is a certain artist in the world now who is a megastar. And I know point blank because I know the songwriter that wrote the songs. And he's in an interview basically saying how, you know, this is the most emotional song I've ever written. And... And I'm thinking to myself, well, I know you didn't write that song. I know you were in the room when it was being written, but I know you didn't write it. And I just think to myself, it's like, if the pe- I know the person that wrote it is 38. And so I'm thinking, well, hang on. So it's It's a bit sad. So I think for me, we, we were thinking about what works musically, but also what I, I like. So it was kind of the fact that I'm, I'm maturing as an artist. I'd like to have a sound that will give me another 10 years in the music industry, which I think that 80s electro will go on and on because there's so many bands that are current and are not current but are still current because they, you know they released a song or an album 10 years ago and it's still being played now so i um i feel like uh, that that's how it kind of came about and then we started writing the songs and we were just like this is definitely the way i need to go and if you see the anymore music video it's very 80s you know i've got a girl playing piano it's like all disco lights and it's just a cool it's, it's just a cool imagery you know the imagery is very cool as well it's i just think for me and the person i am i think it's right for me now and i suppose when the album gets released that'll be the decide and whether it works or not but i'm gonna give it the best chance and the best opportunity i've got the best opportunity and i'm going to give it the best that i possibly can because it'll either be the first and last or it'll be the first of many but if it's the first and last then it's going to be the best album that i've ever produced because it'll be the last,
0: <laughs> but the kind of thing that you can look back on in 15, 20 years, and put it on for your kids, and be like, "This was me." Absolutely. I know this.
1: Well, I, I hope they're still playing the music, you know, because I think, I think if you write a song, a classic song, and you have a really good producer that knows the timing and has and, and, and a, a an insight to what works ten years ago, and I think by using influences that were current thirty and twenty five years ago, if it's if they're still being played now, well, they're going to still be getting played. If you look at a song from the 80s that's being played now or well, if you record a song now that has a similar
3: influence from that it's going to be re- well, still played 20 yeah, years yeah songs from now. songs don't age it's just the production you yeah. know, changes around them really chords mean and songs about love and life all well, they they stay the same really but the it's the production that computers have changed a lot. yeah technology technology production also i mean you can't do an urban record you can't do a grime record no, you no, can't no, do no. it so there's certain just physical restrictions to who you are as an artist, perhaps, which are which help when you're writing an album, don't they? Absolutely, because you, and I you think do need a fence. You're like, yeah, you've got it. You,
1: I mean, I don't like. We, we've had many conversations, Stuart and I, about pigeonholing artists and saying, well, why do you have to just be in that genre? Why can you not just put an album out that is? If, and I've said in the past, if I did an album, I'd like to do a cross genre album because why? When, I, when most albums are released, people go, well, I like track two, four, and eight, but the rest I'm not interested in. And that's because it's of the same genre, you know, or the set, you know, it's all very... Eh. So I thought, well, why not do an album that's, you know, we do a rock, we do a pop, we do... Why not? But then it, it's kind of fallen on, well, we could probably achieve that with, with the, the album that we're going to do, because it's going to be electronic. But there will be beautiful ballads, and there will be floor fillers, and then there will be a mid-tempo where you'll be a bit more rock in your head rather than wanting to get up and dance. So... Time will tell, but I'm sure I think you'll, I think you really will enjoy the album because we already know what the songs are. We just need to get the productions in place now, which do take a long time, and that's why we're looking at probably a September 2019.
3: If you're talking about the stages of development, seven seven stages, it's very expensive to get to the seventh stage. With you've had a producer, it's been mixed, you've had it mastered, and it's released. I think a lot of artists don't get there on most songs. No, no, it's you're probably talking. 10 every couple of years absolutely you? well I mean you know.
1: the I, the way I see it is usually an artist's first year will be releasing the fit the singles like I've done this year so you get like one two and three of you are lucky we start at June so we've got two songs out the next single will drop next year at the beginning the first quarter shall we say and then the album will come so it is it's a two- year process by the time the album drops we'll have been working for two years and I think that's a good enough time to be able to accomplish something worth listening to you know.
0: I think so and also it's not as if you're just sitting there like oh this will do like everything is
1: it's like and Stuart is like you know I'll I'll turn up for three hours in the studio and he'd be waiting for 15
3: before do you know what I mean (laughs) it's like he's eating but that's the key to
1: making something great it's
3: also always a team isn't it there's like on this single for example Oh, it it, passed it, to Tom, so many people. Tom, Tom Fuller done Tom an amazing Fuller. job. The mix yeah. it, did an amazing job. The guy that mastered did an amazing job.
1: Yeah, you get you. The, yeah. so, there's there's me. There's Stuart. There's there's the, the producer. Then there's the then you've got all the, the master, the mix. You know, it, there's so many people. And then we had a, we've got the wide boys have done a dance remix and Steve Smart. So uh, you know that that's now starting to go into the clubs now. So we'll probably get you know into the charts with the clubbing.
3: It's, I've got to say, the people who play, a keyboard player friend of mine, Mike Dave. Yeah, so yeah, have got to say, we've, had, not, yeah, Mike, we've yeah. had
1: Mike Dave. We've, had a, we've got a lot of lovely people involved with this. And the great, that's one thing I've never really had. I haven't, I haven't. I've never had a fantastic team. And now I've got a fantastic team, and I think that's the key to success in any business is having the correct team. I was in the band; they were great, but they weren't really bothered. They weren't interested. Do you know what I mean? They wanted to. I think they liked the idea of being in a band, but then when it comes to doing really hard work, touring up and down the country, it's a very hard job. You know, people. All my friends are like, oh, look at you up and down, but they don't realize it's like today. You know, seven hours in a car to do three stations. It's like, and then tomorrow, the next day, that, and then one day off, and then i love it there's there's nothing i mean i actually if i could stay on radio tours i love it because it's like i don't know how many listeners each station gets but i, I can guarantee it's more than going into a pub around the corner so it's like you know some some stations you could probably be playing to a, an arena it's like so you do, you do four of them a day but i love it because it is great then because then you get feedback from social medias you know you get lovely people reaching out and saying well like we were speaking about before, wasn't we a piece about you know people coming in and and um, you know saying they've heard the show in the US and all of that, and that's such a nice thing because you don't really know how far it goes until somebody reaches out and says, "Wow, that was great."
0: This is the voice of Mr. Chris James. He is going to play us some music, and this song I am reliably informed is an exclusive. It's an exclusive. For the Peter greenwich yeah, And yes, yeah, so this is a song that we
1: wrote, and um, it, it's not completely complete, but we thought we'd just do a little tiny acoustic version for you. And it is missing a middle eight, as we've just discovered. <laughs> but it's in, it, in its form, it's just a lovely ballad, and it's called Joined Apart.
2: I just can't fly that low I was tearing up the truth I had nowhere to go So I told you I don't want you baby You're not my lover now I was so cold Should've never ever shot you with my ambitious gun Should've stuck around to take a good look. what I have done I'm not that perfect but you're perfect for me It's all I know I was so cold So don't run away I need you, please turn around and stay you're my vision, I see you, I feel you. I'm so wounded here right now. Sooner or later, you'll come get me so I can. I'll have you here in my heart We are two fools as one Still joined apart I'm bursting out the blocks See how fast I fly This time I wear the truth For alibis. If I tell you I want you, I want you, and I will take your vow. You mean that much? Can't breathe again Sooner or later you'll rescue me Although we're mountains apart I'll have you here in my heart We are two fools as one Still joined a part.
0: This is the P.E. Agreement Show. My guest in studio is Mr. Chris James and his faithful guitarist, Stuart, who is here. Say hello, boys. Hello. hello. See, I always like getting people to say hello so it's not just so it doesn't just sound like me sitting yeah, in the you studio don't to by myself. Be on your own. No, it's, we're definitely here.
1: Right like, in front of you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> really they're here, honestly. <laughs> I'm not making them up. These people aren't in my head. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about the single. It's yep. called Anymore. It is. Tell us a little bit about that. So Anymore is a
1: song that was written probably about three weeks after Eyes Open was released, and it was released. It was written very quickly because we were, we kind of had the success of Eyes Open and then we went straight back to the drawing board to carry on writing, knowing full well we needed another single within the next three months. So, you know, um, Stuart had a great idea. We work very, very well together on it. And the song is basically about escaping all your problems, you know, the rat race of life in order to get away, to leave all your problems, to have a nice time in the sunshine, you know, get away on holiday with the person that you love. So it's a really nice song for people that, you know, are struggling and they just, like, want to listen to it. You know, I have a already, I've had lovely followers, like, you know on Instagram like singing the song like saying you know I just want to get on holiday you know it makes me feel so happy this song I just want to leave every all my problems behind you know so it's doing the right job but yeah basically that's how the song came about it's an escapism song but for, with a positive uh, message to get yourself on holiday
0: <laughs> i think the good thing about it is i've I've been listening to a few songs recently, and I would describe them as floor stompers, like yep. Tessa Violet has yep. just released a new single called Bad Ideas, and it's a floor stomper. It's one yep. of those songs that makes you go, yeah. Yeah. And that's what I really liked about any Anymore. Yeah. And so... What was the process like? Because you said you had to write it very quickly. Yeah. What was that? What was that like? Well, it was it was kind of like we kind of
1: we me and Stuart have been writing together for many years, like on and off. So we we already kind of ha- Stuart had the idea, and then I'd like we we worked together on it, and then I went to the label and said, "Well, we've got a song that we think." Well, we kind of had three songs, didn't we? Yeah. Well, we recorded... demo
3: demoed a sketch of it. Uh, create, as in the keyboards was there, the rhythm, the riff was there, a lot of things. And uh, we got a good got a good, overview of it, didn't we, yeah. really? And then producer, I think, really, wasn't it? But it was we cases.
1: had two. We had we had another song called Gotta Find You, which is a great track, which is going to be on the album. So we demoed up Anymore and Gotta Find You, both written, uh, written around the same time. Um, but the label were like, well, we need it, like, in... Because, you know, most... When you put a release out, the release was November 9th you know they need the song 3 months before that so that takes you you know back to like the end of the end of July beginning of August and any eyes open only came out in June so I was like oh my goodness and I said I, I had a, at one point I had a phone call with Stuart, and I said well don't worry we'll record the song next weekend at a full week's time we'll get we'll finish the track this week and we'll get we'll get you know this was a friday I said a week today I'll I will come to london we'll record it and we'll get it to so I go go back to the label and they went oh no you're in the studio tomorrow, so I'm like <laughs> Stuart. You're going to have to come to London tomorrow. So he came, thank goodness. And, uh, and and anymore came about, you know. But it was just anymore was a chorus. It was a very strong chorus. That's how it started. As Stuart was saying, generally that's how most songs do start. And I was like, oh my goodness, this is a massive hit. We need to pursue this. So we we finished the song and that and that, you know. And the greatest thing about it is, I love it because it is it is that. If you really sit and listen and analyse the words, it's. It's about, you know, building your dreams, you know, really what for, you know, you just, at the end of the day, you just want to get away, leave all your troubles behind, and get away on holiday, you know, we're all happy, or most happy when we're, you know, Under the Sunshine, Dancing Under the Moonlight, Under a Blue Moon, you know, all them lyrics, it's just so nice, it's, I really love the song, I really, really do. And there's a nice dance remix, if anyone's interested in dance music, so there's a dance remix by the Y Boys and Steve Smart, um, and that that's now currently you going. You managed to
3: get a riff in there, a guitar riff, which is, there's not many guitars on, on tunes nowadays. Yeah, really yeah, no, there's, there's a there's guitar not. riff in there as well. Yeah, Rachel it's good, Pop. so
1: anyone, anybody that wants to listen to that, you can hear that, they'll be going out throughout the club's... I think it started yesterday the the club campaign so so yeah so we're hitting both both ends so as you say it's a stomper so it'll be actually getting played it's completely different obviously it's a it's a big remix you know the dj producers it's not something that we would have done but it's actually done really well so that's good
0: and you're going to give us a little bit of a treat you're going to perform it live for us
1: absolutely well i always think it's nice when you come into the stations we prepare a couple of songs but um i always think it's nice to perform the this song that you're playing because it, you that you get the sense of how it was written then and how you know it but just literally a guitar and a, and a voice so yeah so this is my current single this is chris james and this is anymore Whenever <coughs> <Right>.
2: Jokers all.
0: This is the Peter Greenwood Show. I cannot tell you how good it's been having my friend Chris James back in studio and uh, his faithful guitarist Stuart. It's good to have you guys back. Let's talk a little bit about the music video for Anymore.
1: Yeah, so so what happened with Anymore, the music video, I sent it over to the film company and they were like, we love this song, we're going to do an amazing music video. And so the, the initial idea was to... Um, I don't know if you ever remember... Um, What's that band? Killers. The Killers did. Somebody told me that you are a boyfriend. That one. So they were. They their music video was in a desert, and it was a massive LED TV screen. It was like a hundred foot either way. So he said, "Why don't we do something similar to that? Where we what we'd do is we'd kind of um, film you with the band performing the song, and then we would do a quick edit and project that onto the screen while you perform. And so it's just going to be this meta, a huge." So I said, oh, that sounds fantastic. So they, they just went everywhere trying to get this screen, and they couldn't get it. So they said, look, we're going to have to go back to the drawing board. So we said, we've hired this massive film studio, which fits, I think it fit 10 arctic. How do you say that? What is it? An Ar- uh, What's the big truck? Arct- arctic. arctic trucks. Uh, the Arctic, arctic trucks. Arctic lorry. So <laughs> an Arctic lorry. 10 of them would fit inside this studio. So we, we hired the studio in London, and he said, we've got this amazing idea where we're going to use the most... LED disco light ever used in a music video and the and the only company that could supply was the one that does the X factor so that's that's
0: quite a good record to have <laughs>
1: yeah so we got it so we got that we used um it was just amazing so i turned up to the studio and it's just like just flight cases everywhere and so the idea was just basically it was a performance based video which cuz i thought with eyes open having that uh, scenario of the kind of breakup of the boyfriend and the girlfriend I just thought this time it's me on my own let's do a performance based video so that's what we did I had a lovely a lovely friend who plays piano she's a girl so I thought nice cool she looked really 80s because it's that 80s vibe yeah. you know lots of colors pinks and greens and blues and it literally was just me performing with the band so um, it, it was shot in a day and it was just the most fun I've ever had I've never actually done a music video on my own like performing on my own with the band because i've always been in a band so it was really nice you know and they did have a choreographer on standby because i sometimes i'm really awkward you know i'm like yeah you know? yeah
0: <laughs> so i had a, i did
1: have a choreographer who just turned up on the day and he was very good he kind of put me at my my mind at ease but i was kind of saying to myself well why do I need a choreographer? Because I'm doing a performance based video, which I know how to perform. Yeah. But you you, you don't realise that there's like certain like accent you know, accents where you might want to go like BAM, you know, with your arm and mm-hmm. and whilst I'm in the moment, I wouldn't really think to do that. So he was actually a very good asset to have on the day. But that's a first for me having a choreographer on set but it was a huge production there was about 30 people on set I had the most fantastic stylist who does Harry Styles and she's amazing amazing from Wales and and we got on really well and she got me in some really cool suits I was in like one point I was in a mustard suit then a blue suit then a green suit so it was just great I had the most fun it was probably the most fun video I've I've shot to date and uh, yeah
0: when is it out
1: it came out uh, last Friday. Oh, did it? Yeah, it's out now. I want you to, oh. that's why I thought you mentioned it. I'll send it to I you. I haven't seen it. You but need it, to send it to me, it's, please. It's already got 250,000 views in a week. So that's amazing. That was 10 days now it's been yeah, out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's really, really, really cool. And it's, It. I think you need to watch the video because I think when you watch the video, you you get the song even more. Then it brings everything to light. And that was the key because the song was so different from what what, what people are used to hearing. We said we need a really strong music video, and that's what it is. So, oh, I'm so so happy you haven't seen it, because when you see it, you're going to be like, oh, that's great.
0: I am so excited. I didn't realise it was out. I do apologise. I feel feel like a fake fan now. No, don't be silly. Not at all. No, no, no.
1: (laughs) I will definitely... I will send it to you on
0: Twitter. Please do. I will. Speaking of Twitter... Yes. You and I... Have to have a conversation, sir. Because Uh-oh. you are running a com- competition. Yes, I am. For people to be in your next music video. I am. And I said to you on Twitter, "I'm rubbish at competitions. Can I be in the music video anyway?" And you replied, "Yes, absolutely. You can be in the video, but but
1: it is it, it's not to be in the video. It's to be on the set of the video. Oh, okay. So you are that's why I said yes. You could definitely be on set if you want to be on set. I am there." okay perfect well i'll let you know the details it'll be a great day you'll be you'll have you'll be fed you'll be watered um yeah we look with the the team are always well looked after so they get lovely food and we have drinks after obviously Mm -hmm. Um, non-alcoholic yeah naturally uh, Hmm. (laughs) but it's a great day you're very very welcome i'd love you down there you could maybe do we could maybe do an interview on set
0: now that is a good idea i like the way you think mr james let's do that that is fantastic Guys, I cannot tell you how much fun it's been having you here where can people find you on the social media
1: well for all your lovely listeners that already know it's ChrisJamesMusic.com but for the ones that don't it's Chris spelled with a K so it's K-R-I-S JamesMusic.com and there that's my page where you'll find YouTube videos I've literally literally just started kind of a music vlog so there's lots of fun me basically in the car all the time uh, because that's all I seem to be doing Uh, and you will be on the next one because you've just been featured on my my, uh, video so
0: before we start this we uh chris did a little bit of a walk around the pulse studios and i'm in the background so so hello. you'll be in the next vlog so very excited check him out.
1: so um yeah so you can catch me there or oh, twitter is mr chris james and so is it instagram mr chris james always with a k r i s not C H R
0: I S. and i assure you he is worth a follow ladies and gentlemen mr chris james thank you very much would you introduce any more for us i will
1: Hi, my name is Chris James, and this is my new single, Anymore. Building a
2: dream when it all falls down in this house of cards with jokers. All-
0: This is the Peter Greenwood Show. I cannot tell you how good it's been having my friend Chris James back in studio and uh, his faithful guitarist, Stuart. It's good to have you guys back. Let's talk a little bit about the music video for Anymore.
1: Yeah, so so what happened with Anymore, the music video, I sent it over to the film company and they were like, we love this song, we're going to do an amazing music video. And so the, the initial idea was to... Um, I don't know if you ever remember... Um, What's that band? Killers. The Killers did. Somebody told me that you are a boyfriend. That one. So they were. They their music video was in a desert, and it was a massive LED TV screen. It was like a hundred foot either way. So he said, "Why don't we do something similar to that? Where we what we'd do is we'd kind of um, film you with the band performing the song, and then we would do a quick edit and project that onto the screen while you perform. And so it's just going to be this a huge." So I said, oh, that sounds fantastic. So they, they just went everywhere trying to get this screen, and they couldn't get it. So they said, look, we're going to have to go back to the drawing board. So we said, we've hired this massive film studio, which sit fits, I think it fit 10 Arca... How do you say that? What is it? An Ar- uh, What's the big truck? Arct- Arctic. Arctic trucks. And the Arctic, Arctic trucks. Arctic lorry. So <laughs> an Arctic lorry. 10 of them would fit inside the studio. So we, we hired the studio in London, and he said, we've got this amazing idea where we're going to use the most led disco lights ever used in a music video and the, and the only company that could supply was the one that does the x-factor so that's
0: that's quite a good record to have
1: <laughs> yeah so we got it so we got that we used um it was just amazing so i turned up to the studio and it's just like just flight cases everywhere and so the idea was just basically it was a performance-based video which because i thought with eyes open having that uh scenario of the kind of breakup of the boyfriend and the girlfriend i just thought this time it's me on my own let's do a performance based video so that's what we did i had a lovely a lot lovely friend who plays piano she's a girl so i thought nice cool she looked really 80s because it's that 80s vibe yeah. you know lots of colors pinks and greens and blues and it literally was just me performing with the band so um it, it was shot in a day and it was just the most fun i've ever had i've never actually done a music video on my own like Performing on my own with the band because I've always been in a band, so it was really nice, you know. And they did have a choreographer on standby because I sometimes I'm really awkward, you know. I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I had, a, I did have a choreographer who just turned up on the day, and he was very good. He kind of put me at my my mind at ease, but I was kind of saying to myself, well. Why do I need a choreographer? Because I'm doing a performance based video, which I know how to perform. Yeah. But you you, you don't realise that there's like certain like accent you know, accents where you might want to go like BAM, you know, with your arm and mm-hmm. and whilst I'm in the moment, I wouldn't really think to do that. So he was actually a very good asset to have on the day. But that's First for me having a choreographer on set, but it was a huge production. There was about 30 people on set. I had the most fantastic stylist who does Harry Styles, and she's amazing, amazing from Wales, um, and we got on really well. And she got me in some really cool suits. I was in like one point I was in a mustard suit, then a blue suit, then a green suit. So it was just great. I had the most fun. It was probably the most fun video I've I've shot to date. And uh, yeah,
0: when is it out?
1: it came out uh, last friday oh did it yeah it's out now i want you to oh. that's i thought you mentioned i'll send it to I you. i haven't seen
0: it you but need it, to send it to me it, please it's, it's
1: already got two hundred and fifty thousand views in a week so that's amazing that was 10 days now it's been yeah, out yeah. um but yeah it's really 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 cool and it's a, it i think you need to watch the video because i think when you watch the video you you get the song even more then it brings everything to light and that was the key because the song was so different from what what, what people are used to hearing we said we need a really strong music video, and that's what it is. So, um, oh, so I'm so happy you haven't seen it because when you see it, you're going to be like, "Oh, that's
0: great!" I am so excited. I didn't realize it was out. I yeah, do yeah, apologize. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel no. I, I feel like a fake fan now. No, don't be silly. Not at all. No, no, no. <laughs> I will definitely. I will send it to you on Twitter. Please do. I will. Speaking of Twitter, yes, you and I have to have a conversation, sir, uh, because oh. you are running a com- competition. Yes, I am. For people to be in your next music video, I am. And I said to you on Twitter, I'm rubbish at competitions. Can I be in the music video anyway? And you replied, Yes, absolutely, you can be in the video, but
1: but it is it, it's not to be in the video. It's to be on the set of the video. Oh, okay. So you are that's why I said yes. You could definitely be on set if you want to be on set. I am there. Okay, perfect. Well, I'll let you know the details. It'll be a great day. You'll be <laughs> you'll have you'll be fed. You'll be watered. Oof. Um, you, yeah, we look with the team are always well looked after, so they get lovely food, and we have drinks after obviously non-alcoholic. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, yeah, naturally. And, uh, <laughs> but it's a great day. You're very very welcome. I'd love you down there. You could
0: maybe do we could maybe do an interview on set. Now that is a good idea. Yeah. I like the way you think, Mr. Jones. Let's do that. That is fantastic. Guys, I cannot tell you how much fun it's been having you here where can people find you on the social media
1: well for all your lovely listeners that already know it's chrisjamesmusic.com but for the ones that don't it's Chris spelled with a K so it's K-R-I-S jamesmusic.com and there that's my page where you'll find YouTube videos I've literally literally just started kind of a music vlog so there's lots of fun me basically in the car all the time uh, because that's all I seem to be doing Uh, and you will be on the next one because you've just been featured on my my, uh, video so
0: before we start this we uh chris did a little bit of a walk around the pulse studios and i'm in the background he is. so so hello. you'll be in the next vlog so very excited check him out.
1: so um yeah so you can catch me there or twitter is mr chris james and so is it instagram mr chris james always with a k r i s not C H R I S.
0: and i assure you he is worth a follow ladies and gentlemen mr chris james thank you very much would you introduce any more for us i will Hi, my name's Chris James and this is
1: my new single, Anymore.